rounds of the day and this is oh oh I love her so one two three four Welcome back to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Philip. And I'm Molly. And today we are discussing Oh, Oh, I Love Her So. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, the oh, dice, oh, yeah, the dice, dice man, man song. Dude, a straight up sidebar conversation. Okay. One time I was hanging out in Studio City and uh, went to a restaurant, definitely saw Andrew Dice Clay eating at the restaurant. Definitely was wearing a Dice Man t-shirt, and it was amazing. <laughs> like, I, after I saw that, and after I, I really just wanted to get t-shirts that said Molly on them. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? Just like, yeah. It is a weird phenomenon to wear a shirt with your name it's on it. It's kind of awesome. It is kind of awesome. Yeah. But only if you're at that level. Yeah. And it's, it's also like insane. Dice, yeah. It, it's also, Yeah. <laughs> I remember there was some guy, I'm not going to say his name here, but there was some guy when we were in Chicago in the improv community who did that. Yeah. He had his name on his shirt, and we are like, come on, man. I mean. Really? What I like about the Dice Man <laughs> is that he's one of the few humans in the world that can get away with it. Yes, And that's that what is makes true. it very good. I mean, we got him with, oh, oh, oh. I love so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is from 1977's Leave Home. <laughs> Um, we've been talking about it all the time. Uh, students should note this is written. <laughs> this song is clearly written by Joey Ramone. Oh man, if you don't got that one, if you don't you got fail. that, that is the zero minus zero on the yeah. math test, folks. Yeah. It's an easy one uh, because this song is in the category of big heart love. Big heart love. This, this is, this is the exception of the rule. I will go out on a limb and say that this song is almost cheesy in how saccharine the love drips off of this song. We'll get to that. Okay. I think. Um, But yeah, uh, that's a little tease of things to come. But first, (laughs) but first, OCD strikes. The Ramones (laughs) played this live. Um, Let's see if Molly, how Molly feels about it. Oh, I guarantee they played this few very few times 35 times okay i was gonna call it less than that less than that you yeah. would have expected less okay all right i've expected less yeah um i thought it was worth noting in a grope for details okay that this watch is... your language in these times sorry my friend. uh oh right <laughs> jesus oh crap <laughs> i mean um uh, so anyway she's referring to sexual harassment um heard of it <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Joey sexually harasses a girl that he meets at Burger King. This is our second mention of Burger King. Yeah. They've mentioned Burger King at least twice. So Burger King count is up to two. Well, here's the thing. Somebody mentioned McDonald's zero was that I, I and I cannot come up with another song that mentions Burger King. But apparently mentioning Burger King in punk songs is like a thing. What? And Ramones were the first ones that kind of started doing that but that it's very popular in punk songs to talk about burger king are you that's a that's like a thing i really i couldn't come up with any personal because i mean it's been a long time since i've just like jammed out to a bunch of punk songs but Uh maybe our listeners have some facts to back that up with but apparently it's a thing that's i if so i really really love that they're like this is our this is what we're gonna do 
yeah, we're well, planting I mean, our flag in that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the I just king think, of burgers. It's kind of funny as far as like Americana goes that yeah. that's just the thing that in America people. You know, I wonder if now I'm really interested in this. I wonder if it's by design because you can't pick McDonald's because that's you'll get sued or what? No, because that's like just too mainstream. Uh, so uh, if you're uh, a punk uh. band, it's like it can't be McDonald's. Yeah, it has to be big enough so that people get it. Yeah. outside of other stuff, so you can't be in and out. Wendy's owned by some old white dude. Well, potentially the term Burger King. Yes. Like, the words Burger King are funnier. Sure. You know what I mean? And uh, less specific, even though they're specific. Okay. You know, Burger King. It's like McDonald's is the company name, but it's a it's a king of burgers. Yeah. <laughs> he know. rules the burgers. Yeah. He tells the burgers what to do. Even though it's American, which is funny, you know? That's true. Yeah, because we're mm. so against the whole royalty thing. Except we like we like watching it. I yeah. think Americans are fascinated that it exists uh-huh. with this whole like Prince Harry gonna get yeah. married thing. Like everybody's all they don't want to be told what it. to do by it. No, but, but I love that it's in. there. Yeah. Oh man, that, yeah. that was that was crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Burger King count up to two. They did it in I'm Against It, and now here again. I love it. I mean, these guys tour a lot. I'm but, sure they bought a lot of Burger King when they were on the road. Yeah. And apparently I mean, they, that became like some. I now I, I now I have to find out more about this. Like, oh, you're not cool unless you're t- singing about Burger King. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was a thing specifically. Like, you have to put Burger King in your song to make. Well, I didn't to mean like that, cred, but I mean but, if you're gonna sing about a burger place. But it was mentioned that this is like a hot topic for punk songs. That that is Burger so King funny. is a is an easy reference. For street cred? I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. Street cred. Um, uh, so, sort of getting back to the saccharine thing. Yeah. I thought it was funny that the song that follows this is Carbona Not Glue. Yeah. So, it kind of makes a bit of a turn. Yeah. Right after that. Yeah. Um, that feels very much by design. And I think, again, it's something the Ramones do all the time. Yeah. Zig and zag. They zig and they zag as part of their sonic tapestry, and it keeps it interesting. Yeah. You know, the quilt... In the class. It's well, all listen, the words we say. Listen, I'm going to make a reference here that our listeners probably aren't used to hearing. Okay. When it comes to Ramones. All right. But uh, if any of you watch Project Runway, okay, which I love, yes. then you'll know that fashion's all about uh, uh, hards and softs. Okay. You know, bigs and smalls. It's all about the the... <laughs> I'm so serious. You can tell I don't watch it, <laughs> yeah, but I'm yeah. kind of like going along with it. But I'm like, those are words like, I understand. It's the it's the putting two things up against each other that okay. are completely opposite. That the contrast. Yeah, the contrast that, you know, gives it the thing that is the thing. Do you find that that helps the Project Runway contestants? Oh, yeah. If you, the ones I mean, who embrace that early? Oh, yeah. The good ones always know. Do they come in doing that? Or yeah, do, or the do good some ones. have to learn? The really? good ones. Some do have to learn, but the okay. good ones already know. And they're like, I'm going to do soft and soft. Get like, yeah, basically. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, anyway. Anyway. Those are all the back to facts Ramones. about Project Runway that I had. Do you have any facts? <laughs> I have so many facts about Project Runway, but oh that's God, my different that'd be podcast. That'd so great you brought out another I'm, book. I'm a huge fan of Project Runway. Okay. So, um, back to this song. Um, <laughs> this was 1977. Yep. Uh, Take us Second there. album. Yep. 
Sire Records. We're still with Sire Records. We're still there. We haven't changed anything since no, the first album. Everything's going great, uh, you guys. Tony Bongiovi and Tommy are producing. Again, I'm going to talk about the album cover because... Because you always do. Because we always do. I'm telling you, you're into it. And I was just thinking a little bit more about their album covers in general. Ooh. And just thinking about their imagery at the time that it's coming in their careers. And uh, so they've got, you know, they've got the one where Marky's in the window and he's about to leave the band. And they've got the one where um, the Ramones themselves are almost a cartoon. They, I mean, they're literally a cartoon of themselves. Right. By album four, which a lot of people would say they're just doing the same thing over and over again. And now they're <laughs> becoming a cartoon. I mean, I'm just putting it out there that if you look at each album cover at the time that it comes in their career, it's almost a metaphor for where they are in their career. And there's a couple of album covers where they're like, we didn't even pick this album cover. Some of the, you know, the label picked it for us. And we don't yeah. even know if, you know, we don't even really relate to it. But it's interesting. Like Acid Eaters, that album cover is obviously referencing the music that they're doing but it's also an album cover of the band where they're all kind of melting uh-huh. and it's like if you look at where they are in their career at that time it's, they're almost kind of melting away you know mm. I mean I'm getting really poetic with it but um, it's something to think about as a band's zeitgeist of like sometimes I feel like you look up their album covers and the band really wants to give the power of the album cover to the label but if you believe in the law of attraction, I think you have to ask, you know, why is this album cover now? Yes, mm-hmm. somebody chose it, but also as metaphor, I think it, it you can look at each album cover and really, and why I'm talking about this is because Leave Home, Tommy is really the forefront, and Joey's standing behind him. I mean, yeah. you know, he's, Joey's he's like, hiding. It's almost like he forgot to yeah. get in front of the yeah. camera. Yeah, and it's just, it's very interesting. Anyway. No, for sure. Yeah, he's right in the center, and Tommy has the um, the whatever it is, the Washington Monument. Um, is that the Washington no, Monument? No, but, it, no. but I, I, I have never... Somebody once told me what it was, but I always forget. Yeah. It lo- it always... It's it's a weird obelisk. I just love this album cover because it's so geometric, and it just looks so of the time period, you know? It feels like the cars. It For feels sure. like Blondie. It feels like... All yeah, these bands. and the sky looks weird. Yeah, like it's a and weird the, sky. it's really just a perspective thing. But they all look so cool, and the hair, and I don't know. I, I love, I love the aesthetic of this. Album it is cover. kind of an oddball for them too, because it's still the the four members. It's still the four members standing in front of a wall. Yeah, basically. But it's but super they've kind of they, because geometric. of the force perspective. Yeah. yeah, it gets really weird. It's interesting. Um. <clears throat> And there's so much open space on this album. Yeah, you know every every other album is a lot of like a lot of typography. Their typography on this album is kind of going into space, mm-hmm. like off in the corner somewhere. I don't know. It's, just, it's really cool. Um, so you reminded me of something. Uh, it, in previous episodes, we had floated out the idea of conspiracy theories. I love a conspiracy theory. So um, we, I, I've been slacking on some of those. Okay, sure. Um, but here are three. Oh, okay. Here are three that I have. Um, oh, wait. I, I just remembered one because that's what did it. So uh, one is that uh, Johnny secretly wanted to be the singer and that he does sing on some of them but refused to have the credit. I think that's what we said was like we came up with some idea that, yeah. Okay, so there's that one. Uh, the wait, al- okay, wait, wait, sorry, sorry. Are these you're making up, or these are things you this, found? That one, you and I made up okay, in this got it, room. Got it, got it. 
Um, this one I have made up, but I think it's kind of legit, which okay. is that, uh, and it totally supports your your album uh, theory too. But as they go on and as they age, I think they mask their age by literally distorting the image. Yes. Like, Hiding and, their faces with hair. Yeah. A. Adios Amigos, they're not even on there. Yeah. Acid Eaters, it's a cartoon of yeah. them melting. Mm-hmm. Mondo Bizarro, it's like a weird mirror thing that melts. Like, totally. You can't see anybody. Totally. And some of them are like kind of far away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so that's my conspiracy theory. I don't Love know if that. anybody's. Yeah. That, not much of a conspiracy. Um, the other one is CJ versus CJ. Oh, yeah. You love that's, this one. Yes. That's, that CJAY <laughs> was killed in a motorcycle accident, <laughs> and they replaced him with another person, but they spelled it CJ and they forgot. <laughs> uh, and then the fourth one um, is kind of a legit one, and that is that Marky Ramon supposedly wears a wig, but no one has had sure. a picture of it. I mean, I think that's pretty well known. That's pretty well known. I think so. It does have its own Facebook page, everybody. So if you look up Marky Ramone's wig, you can try to like it. I mean... I feel bad saying that one. No, I don't think you should feel bad. I mean, this man's in entertainment. I mean, I'm sure lots of rock and roll guys wear wigs. They just don't look as conspicuous as Ramone's Do you think his is conspicuous? I think, especially when you see him in interviews and stuff, it's pretty obvious that he wears I think it's an obvious... But in the pictures, I feel like, I was like, that looks all right. Yeah. Am I wrong? Am I just blind? No. No? No, I mean, it's a good wig. Okay, then maybe the conspiracy is, that's his real hair. <laughs> you heard it here first. Oh my God, that's his real hair. Dude, if I ever start to lose my hair, I'm just going to totally wig it up all the time. You maybe really I'll get are a Ramones just... wig. That'd be amazing. <laughs> incredible that'd be so good okay i like all those yeah so that's those are the things we have to get going okay we have to really get people behind especially this uh johnny ramone wanted to be a singer thing well i wouldn't i wouldn't put it against johnny ramone that he wanted to be the singer and maybe if the band's like nah you're not that good then he would (laughs) then there can be some bitterness there sure you know i do want to talk a little bit about joey's vocals on this song let's because they're insane. <laughs> and we've discussed in other episodes, which we've come to late in our lives, which mm-hmm. I think is ridiculous, that maybe Joey's doing some kind of Elvis parody. Not parody. He's not doing it to make fun no, of him. No, but, but there's a little... There's but a, that there's Elvis, Elvis has thing. creeped in. But I want to say that, especially this song specifically, is an example where Joey is doing some UK British... And it's like almost... Mm-hmm. In, uh, what is it? Like, oh, 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 I love her so... Like, sometimes... It's like, oh, oh, <laughs> I can't even do it, but it's, it's so... You, you can't not do Dice Man. It's Exactly. But, oh, okay. Oh. But sometimes it sounds like New York, and sometimes it sounds mm-hmm. like UK, British. Right. And it's so affected in this song that from one chorus to the next, it's a completely different sounding affectation mm-hmm. to the point where this song is almost ridiculous <laughs> in how many... It's like his vocal stylings become yeah. some kind of parody of themselves in this song i i didn't write down the song but i was someplace and they were playing uh herman's hermits and i know the ramones were big in herman's hermits especially joey and it struck me pretty clearly i was like this is like kind of what they were going for yeah totally. and it's and it's this type of song that 
like, yeah, you just sang about meeting this girl at a place and then you went and had an adventure and, and not so, even an adventure. It's like you had a day. Yeah, you had a day. But also the chorus is, oh, oh, I love her so. Mm-hmm. And every time we come back to that chorus, so, we're, oh, oh. we're going to just vocalize the shit out of that thing. <laughs> and we're just going to make it, we're going to bend the notes and make it sound foreign. And mm-hmm. I don't know. There, It's exciting. Yeah. You know, it's exciting to hear Joey just have some fun and... You know, and I think that's one of the reasons why Joey is a great vocalist is because it's his own thing. You can't replicate what he's doing on this song. <laughs> no. And why would you want to anyway? This song uh, sounds like it has jingle bells. Yeah. And ooze ooh. in the background. Some serious background ooze. Yeah, yeah. Um, good quality background ooze. Nice. I don't know if we can rank the ooze, but those are... Those always jump out at me. I mean, they're me like too. the first thing. But, yeah. But they're really good. And yeah. I mean, for the type of song you're writing, it's like, yeah, you need some background ooze. Yeah, and there is a like legitimate jangle at the end of this little a little surf jangle at the end. Yeah, the, to tap, the last top little. Off the, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, which is again like almost too cliche. Like that's yeah. what I I kind of love. I mean, I would say there's probably a lot of like punk enthusiasts out there that this wouldn't be their favorite song on the album Mm -hmm. but i love that they have this song on the album because it's so american cheesy it's beach boys yeah right beach boys with a lot of joey just (laughs) vocalizing (laughs) all over it yeah that ending is really great it is i don't know why it is it's just like oh because it is so american that surf rock thing that that's not coming out of any other place in the world no, and they kind of found that a bit more on this album, if I remember right. There's some coming up songs that we're going to have similar, just little moments of like yeah. slow it down and and have it's those way things. You're like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's way popular. Which again, when people say, oh, they sell out, they sold out on this album. It's way more produced. Blah 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 blah. They sold out by doing early '60s AM radio. Well, I almost <laughs> feel like they got good enough after playing uh-huh. enough that they could do some new things and that they were, you know, yeah. had the the chops to try some different stuff. No, for sure. Anyway, um, I would like to say that, uh, k- sorry, Chilkoot Markawi uh, on Wait, the YouTube channel said... Chil- Chilkoot Markawi? Chilkoot Markawi said, The Ramones sounded very late 50s, early 60s. Now, this is a comment off of this song on YouTube. Okay, now bear with me. The coot's got it. Directly below that comment was a comment from Zebra Vox that said, Speed, power, punk, surf. Unstoppable, love it. And Um, the reason why I'm even bringing these comments up is because those two things are so different uh-huh. the ramones sounded very late 50s early 60s and then speed power punk surf yeah <laughs> you know and, yeah right and, how do you, you and got, that's the thing about ramones they're both legit they're both legit they're exactly both legit. they're both totally legit this song is the shining of what am i trying to say please elaborate I, on this <laughs> well what i mean is the the one of the funny things that's happened with the movie the shining is how it can support multiple conspiracy theories. Oh, it's love like, that. It's about faking the moon landing. No, it's about uh, the gold rush. Oh, I think it's about um, uh, the injustices to uh, Native Americans. And I'm like, you know what? We can carry it all. Yep. And this is, this. it just reminded me of this. It'd be like, it's this crazy surf punk 
songs. Like, it's also like sort of a fifties doo wop kind of. It's almost exactly a fifties yeah, cheese exactly ball doo wop thing. Yeah. yeah, it's somehow both. That's yeah. our soft and hard, uh, right? Is that I totally, do it right? Totally soft and hard, soft or and hard than soft either way. Harder than soft. Yeah. Or no, agreed. Are those the only things they do on the project? And 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 so then the question becomes: Well, why isn't this just a cheesy '50s knockoff? And yeah, it's why is Because uh, the sound that they bring through their instruments, mm. the vocalization, which I think is almost meta in the fact that they know that they're fucking with it. <laughs> they know that they're putting their own spin on it, and yeah. that's why these guys are craftsmen and not just doing a remake. That's why these guys are Ramones. And then I would go almost the other way and say it's almost like they did try to write a f- like a 50s, 60s cheese ball song. Yeah. And this is how it comes out. Yeah. Like if you try to do something as long as as long as you're true to yourself. As long as you're true to you. It comes out different. Yeah. Even if it is like one of those totally. Beach Boy knockoff songs. Totally. And like, you know, the, well, it, it did this. And, and their voice was so unique and so, you know, deep and well-crafted that they didn't get lost in the songs. They, yeah. they You can tell it's a Ramon song. For sure. You know? For sure. Um, I want to say one other thing I found on YouTube. Mr. Wibbles, one, said, this song should have been on every radio dial. I can't argue that it wouldn't have been, like, the non-controversial, for sure. I could see it being on your mom's mixtape. Oh, it's definitely on my mom's mixtape. It's way up top. Oh, it's maybe the first song. Yeah. Yeah. But part of me thinks that, like, what we're saying of, like, oh, this is just, like, a 60s, you know, rock and roll song by the Big Bopper kind of shows why it wasn't. You know what I mean? Well, the... It's coming out in 1977. You think it just was a little bit too late? I wonder. I mean, I can see. I can I don't see know, why. Man. There's still cheesy songs happening on the radio That's in true. the 70s. That's I true. Mean, but not this type of cheesy. Not this type. I don't know. I agree with Mr. Wibbles one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would. Like I just, I just think that everything about it is so sweet, and I could just see, you know, girls after school. This come on the radio, them cranking it up and dancing around in their socks around Team Beat magazines, and they could have done it. I don't know. I, I agree. I agree with Mr. Wibbles on. Okay. I, I'm. I mean, I, I'm not saying I, I didn't want it on. No, the but radio. but again, like who? Kn- I don't know why this wasn't on the radio. Either mm-hmm. maybe they didn't think it was going to be a hit. Maybe the label didn't think it was going to be a hit. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know why. I'm just doing conjecture around a microphone. It does but... seem like the type of thing though that was almost almost purposely constructed to get on the radio yeah in terms of like okay we're not gonna sing about killing people and we're like we're the farthest thing yeah. thing from it yeah nothing consequential happens yeah probably burger king got pissed at him <laughs> uh well they they had to take that song off the album called we sniff glue at burger king <laughs> we sniff glue at burger king <laughs> bk yum yum glue um, okay so we kind of got into the feelings there yeah have any more feelings well, you want to go mean, on record with this one? For me, I'll just I'll just go right into it. You know, I'm a real Joey fan, and I just think he's a genius, and everything he does is great. So it's a down on it. 
No, but I mean, I think that this is not going to be a shock to anybody. I love this song. Okay. And again, I'm writing fan fiction, and this is what my teenage girl's listening to. You know this what I mean? Is she is doodling pictures of uh, Mrs. Ramon, you know, Katie Ramon. That's what she's got written all over her notebook. Her name's Katie? Probably. Okay. <laughs> no <laughs> her name's sarah but we call her but katie. we call her katie um and i just love this song i mean it's so sweet and ridiculous and i can understand people hated it for that reason but i guess but it's amazing it also just kind of feels like why don't you just like some nice things yeah and also it's so we're getting joey. right back to those other songs so just but so it's, tight. it's so freaking joey and yeah. joey is if he is in his life or not, I don't know. But in his music, he is such a romantic mm-hmm. that, man, they don't make guys like that anymore. <laughs> you know? Sure. Just wearing it on his sleeve. Like, For sure. If it's part of the show, you sold me. Yeah. Um, I'm a strong like. I'm all strong likes today. Sure. Um, it's kind of for the reason that we mentioned. Um, it I... I've always enjoyed the song, but it's not one of my favorite ones. But I, but I. Do you think it's too cheesy, or? I don't think it's too cheesy. Uh-huh. Actually, I, I don't think that's it. It's just something kind of, kind of like okay. Mm-hmm. I, it just doesn't exactly grab me. But it is yeah. not. It is not an aversion to this. It actually, it's funny. Maybe this is sort of the answer to it. I don't think I thought about it enough to realize how cheesy and love song it is Mm -hmm. until really gearing up for this be like oh man this there's no like there's there's no no sci-fi element in this at all yeah no not at all um i mean that's a reason to like it uh but no it's not a it's not a some sort of thing of like oh it's gotta be nasty no nothing like that yeah because i mean at the end of the day these guys they do do weird shit in their music where they get real cynical and they get political and they get all that stuff but then sometimes they're just simply in love can't we just harmonize some ooze yeah and god bless it that's sometimes exactly what you want i'm gonna guess that your mvr is katie ramon (laughs) mrs ramon mrs ramon yeah um that's gonna be a big joey for me okay me too yeah i don't know how you can't i know yeah you're right it's like the spirit of it is i mean it's all joey if we gave sniff some glue to dd yeah for the spirit of him then yeah, yeah totally. that's it well you have any last little uh doodles i don't to dot your eyes that's that's all i got okay well me too well thank you everybody for joining us today please follow us on twitter and facebook and that's it and you can subscribe to us uh as well and join us next time when we will be discussing out of time on ramones of the day